Every decision they make can affect our lives. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. American and coalition forces are in the early stages of military operations to disarm Iraq, to free its people. I have already condemned in unequivocal terms the statements of Reverend Wright that have caused controversy. I got them $28 billion. They're going to vote. Do you think Joe Biden's going to get you $28 billion? Any extra money that he gets comes to him and his family. It doesn't come to Iowa. From America Out Loud Talk Radio. This is Our Lives in Politics with your host, Booker Scott. If only for the sake of the argument, or even for the sake of America, if we could look past the names, Donald Trump, Joe, and Hunter Biden, and look at the precedents being set everywhere right now, from the local and federal courts to the United States Congress, and even the Court of Public Opinion, we may want to slow everything down. Maybe maybe we just want to shut everything down. There is a 100% effort to prevent Donald Trump from being a presidential candidate. Secretary of States in liberal states that have strong ties to Joe Biden and the Democrats are trying to keep Trump off state ballots for an alleged insurrection. It's going to move to the Supreme Court. The truth should really always be important. It is to me, and I also believe it is to you. But here's some truth. Donald Trump hasn't even been charged with insurrection. Not one time. And for that matter, none of the January 6th defendants and those convictions have ever been charged for insurrection. And even when impeached by the House of Representatives, President Donald Trump, he was exonerated by the Senate. Is America still a country where we are innocent until proven guilty? Do we still have due process? Or is the hate for one man at one point in American history worth destroying 240-plus years of justice and fairness under the law? Next time, it's not going to be Trump. But it could be anyone the establishment doesn't approve of. Or, maybe even worse, it could be someone like you. The stakes are high for the country and higher for each of us. The stakes are high for individual freedom and liberty. I'm Booker Scott, and thanks for joining me tonight here on America Out Loud Talk Radio or wherever you found us on a podcast. We really appreciate you listening to the program, and we also appreciate our new sponsor, Gold Co. I'm proud to partner with them, and you can just go to BookerLikesGold.com to find out if they can help secure your future. If it's a good fit, it may not be, but it's free to find out at BookerLikesGold.com. As the Trump cases appear to be falling apart, there is little doubt now these cases will be concluded before the November 2024 election. Maybe the civil case in New York, but the criminal cases, I don't see that happening. But it's not stopping them from trying to keep Trump off the ballots. And I've said this for months, that this race is really a race against the clock. And I never thought any of these would be resolved before the election. And I think that's what we're going to see. But there really is something much more dangerous than the characters in play right now. As I mentioned, Trump and the Bidens. The weaponized government agencies and institutions cannot be allowed to continue. Jonathan Turley is an attorney and a smart analytical opinion writer, a Fox News contributor, 
And he wrote a really good piece on this subject just this week, and I'll get into that in a couple of minutes. And I'll also welcome Clay Clark, the host of the Thrive Time podcast, is going to be back. He's been here before. He's uh, he's a ball of fire and always a great, great time to have a conversation with him. But first, Hunter Biden made an appearance in a congressional hearing this week, but not as a witness. He and his attorney, Abby Lowell, just waltzed in and had a seat right in the front row of a hearing. And I know you're smart enough to know that that was all theater, right? Of course, all congressional hearings, that's all they are. They're all political theater. Uh, We may learn a few things along the way. It may validate what we knew to be true, but really we don't learn anything from them. And I do want to point out there was a different camera and crew Inside this hearing, there's always cameras, there's always crews filming. This one was a little bit different, and they were following Hunter Biden. I've heard it was a crew from Netflix, where Hunter is reportedly filming, uh, guess what? Yep, another Netflix documentary. So not only is the political theater in the hearing, it's also for the viewers to further enrich the Biden crime clan. There were a couple of Republican representatives that made some headlines coming out of the hearing. Nancy Mace was one of them, the Republican. Here's her rant after seeing Hunter Biden sitting in the front row and thumbing his nose at a congressional subpoena. You know, Hunter Biden broke the law. He did so deliberately. You did so flagrantly. You showed up on the Hill on the Senate side the day of that congressional subpoena to defy it and spit in the face of this committee. That's what you did. The question the American people are asking us is, what is Hunter Biden so afraid of? Why can't you show up for a a congressional deposition? You're here for a political stunt. This is just a PR stunt to you. This is just a game that you are playing with the American people. You're playing with the truth. Um, Hunter Biden wasn't afraid to sell access to Joe Biden to the highest bidder when he was in elected office. He wasn't afraid to trade on the Biden brand, peddle influence, and share those ill-gotten gains with members of of his family, including Joe Biden. He wasn't afraid to compromise the integrity of the presidency and vice president by involving Joe Biden in shady business deals with our foreign adversaries. But Hunter Biden, you were too afraid to show up for a deposition. And you still can't today. I believe that Hunter Biden should be held completely in contempt. I think he should be hauled off to jail right now. Because it wasn't long ago, two of my friends on the other side of the aisle, um, that you also believed in the, the power of a congressional subpoena. Not long ago at all. You believed in holding those who refused to comply with a congressional subpoena accountable. And I stood with each and every one of you. I am the only member in this room today who has held a member of my own party in contempt of Congress for not showing up for a subpoena. And I see nothing but complete hypocrisy on the other side of the aisle. The ranking member of this committee even so eloquently put it, the lesson is please tell your children out there in America, if you get a subpoena to go before Congress, go. You have a legal responsibility to do so. So the hypocrisy is stunning. What are we to tell our children today? There's nothing the other side can say with a straight face. As the only member of this committee to vote to hold a member of contempt of my own party, let me be clear, this should not be a partisan issue. If Congress issues a subpoena, you show up, period. 
This is not a responsibility we take lightly. It brings no joy for us to do this, but the president's <laughs> son broke the law and must be held accountable in the same way anybody else mm. would. I urge my colleagues on both sides of the aisle to do so. And my last message to you, Hunter Biden, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Will, will the gentle lady yield for a question? Will, will the gentle lady yield? Will my friend yield from South Carolina? Sure. Um, I, I do want to commend the gentlelady who was the only Republican who stood up uh, and voted to hold in contempt the Republican members of the House who blatantly and categorically refused to comply with subpoenas that came from the bipartisan January 6th committee. I would like to ask my friend Ms. Mace from South Carolina um, whether she's aware of all the case law which says that the committee has to engage in good faith interaction with the witnesses they've called and they're supposed to arrive at a solution. And what do you think about the fact that the chairman on multiple occasions gave this witness the opportunity to come before the full committee and he agreed to that? We issued a congressional subpoena and I know with your constitutional law background, you know exactly what that means and he should have showed up. And because of your vote and because of your statements, you should be voting to hold, hold this man in contempt of Congress today. And if we are going to have a country that is just and fair and equal and laws applied to everyone equally, Nancy Mace makes some good points, doesn't she? That's why I say you, you almost have to take out the names Donald Trump, Hunter, and Joe Biden because you have to understand the precedents that are being set all over the place in this country right now for the hate of one person, Donald Trump. Orange man is bad and we have to stop him. Who's the next guy that's going to be bad? This is very dangerous for this country. Marjorie Taylor Greene was also there. She also had something to say to Hunter Biden. Here is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, excuse going? me, Hunter. Oh, Apparently oh, you're afraid you of my words. Uh, here goes. <laughs> oh. I'm going to pause that real quick because at this very moment, as Marjorie Taylor Greene took the microphone, it was Hunter Biden that decided to leave. He and his attorney stood up and walked out of the building. And that's what you're hearing there. Let's go back to Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think it's clear and obvious for everyone watching this hearing today that Hunter Biden is terrified of strong conservative Republican women because he can't even face my words as I was about to speak to him. What a coward. And this is also a coward that sat right here in front of Mickey Babbitt, Ashley Babbitt's mother, who was murdered on January 6th by Michael Byrd, the Capitol Police officer. And the, you want to talk about a committee, a political sham? I'll totally, totally disagree with you, uh, uh, Ms. Mace. That January 6th committee was not bipartisan. It was a complete setup to go after President Trump, go after Republicans, go after anyone that believes in free and fair elections, People that believe the Department of Justice should be fair and balanced, not a political weaponized department of, of the federal government that is targeting President Trump, his supporters, people that walked in the Capitol on January 6th, and now people that stood outside the Capitol. There's been no justice for Ashley Babbitt's family. Michael Byrd has never been charged with anything. He was let off, and he was given an, a, a promotion and, and allowed to walk free. And Hunter Biden just walked out. That is an example of not following the law. Hunter Biden thinks he's above the law. Don Jr., Eric Trump, Ivanka, 
Trump family members had to come in to Democrat subpoenas and be questioned by Democrats for over eight hours, each of them, Hunter Biden runs away. Hunter Biden did not come when we subpoenaed him. He did not follow the law. And then one of our colleagues helped him evade his subpoena by going and, and reserving a press conference for him on his behalf, helped him evade the subpoena, helped Hunter Biden break the law. Let's talk about his own father's words. President Joe Biden said in October 2021 that individuals who defy subpoenas from the January 6th House Select Committee should be prosecuted. And the Justice Department in, indicted Steve Bannon for doing so in November 2021. Hunter Biden's father the President of the United States said that he should be prosecuted. Anyone that defies a subpoena should be prosecuted. Hunter Biden didn't show up for his subpoena. Hunter Biden showed up today to make a clown show of himself to show that he is nothing but someone that will not obey the law, that wants to show up when he wants to, and sits here with a smug look on, look on his face and runs away when it's my turn to talk. And again, as Marjorie Taylor Greene began speaking, Hunter and his attorney, they got up and walked out of the hearing room, causing a disturbance, as you heard. I think it's important to point out what this is all about, too. Hunter Biden, you'll remember, was issued the subpoena to appear in a closed-door deposition. Well, he refused to come in and sit for that deposition. In, in fact... With the help of Congressman Eric Swalwell, which is what Marjorie Taylor Greene was just referencing, he had a press conference outside in front of the Capitol. And because he didn't respond to the subpoena and sit for a deposition for Congress, now Congress is left with the vote to hold him in contempt. Remember Peter Navarro? Marjorie Taylor Greene mentioned Steve Bannon, but there was also Navarro, who worked in the Trump administration and he was also given a subpoena to testify before Congress, and he also didn't answer that call. So what happened to him? Well, he was put in leg shackles, charged, tried, and convicted. He did it just because of executive privilege. They wanted to question him about the January 6, 2021 Capitol riot. And it really doesn't matter why they wanted to question him or what it was about. The point is, he had a subpoena. He didn't answer it. He was charged and convicted. We're going to talk about that more in a few minutes with Clay Clark. But let me ask you this. Do you really believe that Merrick Garland and Joe Biden's Department of Justice will be putting Hunter Biden in leg shackles? Me either. And that brings me to the Jonathan Turley article and his argument. That is what he wrote an opinion piece on this week in The Messenger, and I'm going to quote this, quote, The Democrats are expected to oppose holding Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress despite his flagrant violation of a subpoena to appear for a standard closed deposition. It is the very same demand made by Democrats in prior Congresses before witnesses appeared for public hearings on controversies like January 6, 2021 Capitol riot, unquote. Now, a few minutes ago, you heard from Jamie Raskin, the Democrat from Maryland, the ranking member, and this week he said that there is no precedent for the U.S. House holding a private citizen in contempt of Congress who has been offered to testify in public under oath and on a day 
of the committee's choosing. But the problem here is that Hunter Biden wants to do it his way only, not the way the committee wants it. And Turley suggests the Democrats are doing what they always seem to do. They are short-sighted for short-sighted gain for long-term disruption of America's institutions. Think back to 2013 when Harry Reid, Democrat from Nevada, changed the rules in the Senate for their near-term objectives. The rules were changed to the filibuster and approving political appointees. When the Republicans gained control of the Senate, guess what? They carried the rules forward for the Supreme Court justices. And because of that, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett were all confirmed by a simple majority. Those rules were made by the Democrats, not the Republicans. Short-sighted gain for a long-term detriment. When we look from 30,000 feet, the various prosecutions and persecutions of Donald Trump today could have implications for any political opponent. Due process to any American should be the first right protected. We are either a country of laws applied evenly and justly, or we have tyranny. As every political prosecution moves forward, there's a greater chance of a little more of your freedom and liberty, your voice being taken away from you. Clay Clark is the host of Thrive Time Podcast. He's an author. He's an entrepreneur. He's been a guest here before on Our Lives in Politics, and he always brings great insight to everything. He's full of fire, and right now, we're going to find out what Clay Clark has going on as we welcome Clay Clark. Clay, welcome back, and what do you have going on? Uh, the final Reawaken America Tour event we're doing is in Detroit, Michigan, June 7th and 8th, and I'm calling it the Mega Bowl. And someone says, the Mega Bowl, what does that yeah, mean? Does that I'm mean? calling it that because, you know, the, the final game in the NFL season is the Super Bowl. The final college football games are the, are the, the College Bowl, the Tostito yeah, Bowl. The national Bowl. Championship, yeah. There you go, National Championship. It's always a bowl game. And so this is called the Reawaken America Tour Showdown at Motown at the Michigan Mega Bowl. And so this is going to be a wonderful time if you want to come out and go bowling with America's general, with uh, so many of the great speakers. I mean, we have Alina Haba, Trump's uh, lead chief legal counsel, Cash Patel, Eric Trump. They're all going to be at the tour, and we're all going to go bowling on Thursday night. So many of the speakers, including General Flynn, will be there, and we'll be bowling seven miles away from the venue. So Thursday night, there's a meet and greet. You can go bowling. I mean, this, this is not just a promotional move, but it is a promotional move. If you wear your bowling <laughs> shoes, you get a chance to come backstage and meet the speakers. So you really? say, I don't have bowling shoes. You can buy them on Amazon for about 70 bucks right now. So get on there, buy yourself some bowling shoes. It's going to be a blasty blast. So let's get your opinion on what's going on. First of all, with Hunter Biden, we see him thumb his nose at the Congress, and now they'll vote to hold him in contempt. And we see all that mess going on, and we saw it in the hearing just this week. Uh, what is your thought on that? Um, it, I put out a post yesterday that it, it really – it really went nuts, actually. Um, about 700,000 impressions right now in about, well, um, about 24 hours. And this is what I said. I said, this is Peter Navarro with a picture of him. Uh, Mr. Navarro worked in the Trump administration. He failed to answer a congressional subpoena to testify. He was put in leg shackles. He went to trial, was convicted. While Hunter Biden makes jokes, thumbs his nose at Congress, and walks freely. And I said a two-tier justice system. Now, you mentioned General Flynn. Uh, General Flynn quote tweeted 
that that uh, that post. Here's what he said, and I thought it was really interesting, and I want to get your opinion on what he said. He said, you assume there is a tier for the left. There isn't one. They can and do get away with anything and everything without any threat of accountability. Yes, I, I agree with what General Flynn said, and I will uh, build on that. The, the, there's this guy named Karl Marx. You ever heard about Karl Marx there? Sure. James? Yes, sir. Uh, he uh, was the founder of Marxism. Wow, Marxism. And he was a man who was obsessed with implementing uh, Marxism, Charles Marx. And he laid out his 10 planks, or we can call them the 10 steps to destroying freedom, okay? So one is ab the abolition of property and land. So the apples so the idea is that you you can't own land. Are we seeing that happen through inflation, through taxation? Yes, we are. Two, heavy progressive or graduated income tax. The more you make, the more they take. True. Three, abolition of rights, of all rights of inheritance. Are we not seeing these death taxes that are very confiscatory? Yes, we are. Confiscation of all property of immigrants and rebels. Uh, centralization and credit in the hands of the state. Centralization of the means of communication. We are seeing this. Uh, extension of factories and instruments of production owned by the state. Are we not seeing public-private partnerships sure. everywhere? E equal liability of all labor, establishment, industrial armies. Ba basically, what he, the, the Karl Marxism playbook is being implemented right now. And then there's different levels to these color revolutions. And one of the things they have to do is they have to actually begin to demoralize the population. And so whether intentional or not, I believe that's what Hunter Biden is doing. And uh, you've been broadcasting longer than I've probably been alive, but this is something people need yeah, to know. Thanks. Is, thanks, Clay. No, I mean this, though. You've been broadcasting for a long time. This is, I mean, you, how many years have you been doing this? I, I, I started in 1986. And so. I was born in 1980. You know what I mean? Oh, so wow. you've been on it for a long time. So all I could say is you're seeing people, and I, I remember people doing this three years ago. They're like, the Durham report. The Dur Durham boat, baby. Durham, once Durham finds right. the truth, we are going to see where the bodies are buried and we're going to see justice. James, do you remember this? I remember that. And people were like, George Washington came over in a Durham boat. And we're going to take it back in a Durham boat. Durham. And then the Durham report came out. Nothing happened. And they're like, ah. you know what's going to happen then? When Hunter Biden's laptop comes out, then yeah. we're going to see the justice. We're going to see that. And then they go, wait a minute. It didn't happen. And they go, okay, here's the deal. Once the tax records come out and Trump is uh, shown to not be corrupt, then we're going to be, they just keep doing it. Right, right. They're doing it. At the end of the day, there is no justice. There is just us. And I, I, I you bring that up, and I wasn't going to go here, but I think it's a good time to go there. It seems like that we allow ourselves to be distracted. And the, the, so many things that you just mentioned, several things that are distractions, but th those distractions are because we have allowed ourselves to become distracted and not really do the work that we should be doing True. Uh, over the last two or three years. You know, we're not getting active and involved in local government and local GOP and Republican clubs. We're not, we're not active. So um, every time something pops up, there's another distraction that's created for ourselves. You know what I find, and James, you, you, please correct me if I'm wrong here. I come to work. You, you get here what time every day? At six forty-five. Yeah, every day. And what, what what am I doing when you walk in every day? You, every day you're you're out here working. You're researching. You you have the the staff meetings with your business coaches. Every day. Every day. Really. Every day. Monday through Saturday. 
What? Wow. Okay. So you've been here a long time. You see it every day. I see it every day. And every, okay. And then we when we're working. And what time were you going to leave tonight? What time do we leave most nights? Seven p.m. or later. And what time do you get here? I get here at like six forty-five. And am I here with you? Yes, you and are. We do this what seven days a week? <laughs> yes, sir. What are we doing? We're trying to reawaken America. Right? That's right. And sometimes there's uh, events we do that have two million people that stream. We've had seven million people stream the events. We've had a million people. But I'm just on my grind consistently doing it. And what I find is people will show up. Not you, but other people. They'll show up and they'll go. What we got to do if we're going right. to save America, Clay, is you got to focus on right. we've got to expose Epstein. And they'll come in and they'll be fired up and they'll focus on Epstein. And then about six weeks later, they're burnt out. They're going back to their day-to-day -day thing. And it's because people are wanting a short-term solution to what has been a long-time nefarious Great Reset plan. I mean, this thing has been in the works since 1971 or before. So you're, we're not going to be able to reverse course quickly. We are going to all have to get it was like a massive cruise ship that has massive momentum yeah. and it's going the wrong way. And we need all 7,000 passengers on my figurative cruise ship to go, okay, we're going down to the engine room and we got to reverse course. And you're going to have to do full, like it's full throttle, go the other way, put that thing in reverse, but you're already moving, man. You are already moving, and that boat is going to hit that shore. You know why? Because there's some crazy momentum of that cruise ship, and boom, we are smashing into that port of call. We are taking on water right now. People are in the engine room going, ah, ah. some people are still up on the top deck going, are we getting uh, are we getting Cheetos here? Is there Cheetos for the kids? Because I wanted some shrimp here. I feel like there's a little bit of bumpiness going on here. People are all experiencing a different level. Some people are in the bottom of the ship taking on water. But now once we finally stop the momentum going the wrong way, now we got to rebuild the hole. We got to get the water out of that ship. We got to fix the engine room. I mean, we got a bunch of Gilligans right now on this island, and we're going to have to get serious. Otherwise, we're going to get stuck on this island for a long time. And this island is called a digital dictatorship. I completely agree. You know what? Everyone that can do something has to do something. Get involved in whatever way that you can. And now let's go to Trump, and let's consider for a moment the indictments, we have, what, 92 of them? Um, and it looks like they're mostly falling apart. I mentioned it earlier in this show. I don't, I've never thought that any of them were going to happen before the election in November of 24. I still don't see that happening. But, but it's also weaponized government again, and that's part of what you're talking about, isn't it, Clay? Well, it, it's again, it's a demoralization. I'm going to give you an example. My good friend, uh, Peter Navarro, and uh, James knows Peter Navarro. You've met him backstage at the Reawaken Tour. He's a great patriot. He was President Trump's chief financial advisor. People like to talk about the Trump economy. Well, who, who helped to write the Trump economy, to, 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 to draft the plans and the moves that made the economy boom, the deregulation? That was Peter Navarro. And Peter Navarro is supposed to be dis uh, sentenced on January 25th. Yeah. What? So just to be clear, you you posted about it last night. Um, I, I will be talking to Peter here a little bit later today. And I do talk to Peter, not every day, but I talk to him very often. And if you go to givesendgo.com forward slash Navarro, givesendgo.com forward slash Navarro, uh, my team and I, we've helped uh, Peter Navarro to raise a little over $700,000 so far. And you say, well, why? It's because if Peter is going to actually see justice, he's going to have to take this thing all the way up to the Supreme Court. So think about that. What message does that send to the average mom and dad who's like, you know, I want to speak out, but I don't have $709,000. And by the way, the RNC has donated nothing to help Peter Navarro. All these donations, let me read off some of the names here. We had a donation that just came in 28 minutes ago from Ben. 
Anonymous donor just came in for $50. Bob donated $20. Thank you, Bob. Rodney Foyt donated $10. Thank you, Rodney. Um, Danielle Nikolai, $50. And these people are wonderful friends of the tour, and they're donating to support. But the RNC is nowhere to be found right now. They're not helping drum up support, emotional support. And I'm telling you, they're sending a message that if you go up against the deep state, they're going to ruin your career and take all your money. And Peter McCar, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Peter Navarro, just for those that are listening, you need to understand why he stood up against that subpoena. It has to do with executive privilege, and he's making a stand right now uh, to prevent other things like this happening. Um, and, and I think a lot of people are trying to compare it to Hunter Biden. There is no comparison. Yeah, and I'll just give an example. I mean, Peter Navarro, just so we're clear, he was the president's legal, uh, 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 his chief White House advisor is how I describe him. Okay, this is the guy who helped author the Trump economy. So he's in the White House. So what does that mean, executive privilege? He's in the White House. So President Trump might say, I would like a Diet Coke. Maybe President Trump said, hey, you know, North Korea is a joke. Maybe he said, I want a Diet Coke. Maybe President Trump said North Korea is a joke. We don't know. But that's a private conversation that the president should be able to have when he's the commander in chief. This is a national security situation. So whether president Trump was cracking a joke or talking about how Kim Jong-un is a joke, either way, Peter should be able to not have to disclose those conversations. That's called executive privilege, which is, which, which is what you were talking about. I think a lot of people don't, don't understand the profundity of that idea. If he loses that ability, he being a president loses that ability to have executive privilege. How are y'all can you manage a country? And I think a lot of people forget that it's not just about Donald Trump, Hunter Biden. It's setting a precedence for 10, 15, 20 years. Is this what we want? Do we want to have political opponents weaponize government against their opponents? You're correct. And I would just tell people this and in closing, my kind of closing thoughts here would be this is if you haven't read the Bible in a while, I get it. Uh, but you need to go to time to freeamerica.com forward slash Alex time to freeamerica.com forward slash Alex. The reason why is I was on a, a Alex Jones with General Flynn the other day, and I wanted the listeners to be able to follow the biblical citations so that they could see the 27% of the Bible that is prophetic and 73% of the Bible that is historical. And the Bible states in Revelation chapter 16, verse 12 through 14, Revelation chapter 16, verse 12 through 14, that when the Euphrates River dries up, the false prophet will show up and China and Russia will team up. And that's happening. The Euphrates River mm. is drying up. China and Russia are teaming up. The false prophet, you've all know, Harari showing up. The mark of the beast technology is being developed everywhere. You're seeing hyperinflation. That's Revelation chapter 6, verse 5 through 6. Revelation chapter 6, verse 5 through 6. You're seeing the mark of the beast technology being developed through Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. That's the central bank digital currencies. And most people don't see the world that way. And so I would just say my three calls to action would be, one, go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash Alex to learn about what's happening from a biblical perspective. Two, Watch the Reawaken America Tour documentary for free. People say it all, all the time. How come you give away your documentary for free? Do you hate money? What's your deal? I want to save the country, right? I mean, what good is my money going to help? Uh, how's that going to help me if we if we end our monetary system, right? So we all need to do what we can do. And so I produced a documentary. I teamed up with the people who made the Trump I Know documentary. So the only documentary approved by President Trump, that documentary team produced my documentary. You can watch it for free at timetofreeamerica.com featuring General Flynn, Michael Lindell, et cetera. And then finally, if you want to come join us, June 7th and 8th, the Reawaken America Tour goes to Detroit, Michigan. We descend upon Detroit, Michigan for the showdown at Motown at the Detroit Mega Bowl. You can get your tickets today at Time to Free America. America.com. And uh, James, did I mention 18 times we are going bowling on Thursday night? 
Yes, sir. And if you need any motivation at all to do any of those things, go on Google and look at a picture of Arlington National Cemetery. All those people have died for us to do what with our lives? Amen to that. That is some great motivation, James, and it really should motivate all of us to do something. You hear Clay there talking about digital currency. Listen up. Uh, Right now, it looks like government's pushing for a digital dollar, which could mean every penny you spend could be tracked and controlled by guess who? The government. If that's true, then your entire life could depend on people that you don't know, you don't like, or you don't trust. And that's why smart Americans are opting out and putting some of their savings into real gold and silver. So to help, you can go to BookerLikesGold.com to get a free 2024 gold IRA kit from my new partners at GoldCo. It shows how to protect your hard-earned money with physical gold and silver, even if it's still in a retirement account. And as an American citizen... You could score up to $10,000 in free silver just for safeguarding your savings. At the very least, arm yourself with knowledge about your options here. Don't be a sheep. Go to BookerLikesGold.com right now to get your free 2024 Gold IRA kit now. And we have more of our lives and politics coming up next on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Clay Clark and James, they're going to stay right here with us. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body, and now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix Rx is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. 
with known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Spike proteins help viruses enter into your cells, disrupting your health and your well-being. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body of spike proteins, which allows your body to repair from within, supporting your immune and respiratory systems and regulating your inflammatory response. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high-stress, on-the-go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart-healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health, cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides, with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great-tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years. Brush, floss, repeat. We're told to use fluoride, which doesn't really address the acid-creating bacteria. That is where the dentist-recommended Spry Dental Defense System shines. Spry products contain xylitol, a natural sugar, which helps get rid of those nasty, smelly, acid-creating bacteria in our mouth. The best way to care for your teeth and gums is by using Spry. The Spry Dental Defense System has a wide variety of products, toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and chewing gums, that are designed to work together to keep your teeth clean and mouth healthy and smelling sweet all day long. To get your oral care back on track in an easy, effective, and very tasty way, switch to Spry today. Ask your dentist about Xylitol and the Spry products. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural product retailers. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Welcome back to Our Lives of Politics here on America Out Loud Talk Radio. If you don't know this, 
Over the holiday, we kind of shut down America Out Loud Talk Radio and AmericaOutloud.news. And what we did is we redid the site, and it's very easy to use now. And uh, you can also go there and shop. We encourage you to do that. But also check out all the other podcasts. You know, there's a lot of content there in both articles and in podcasts that are not heard here on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I am Booker Scott being joined with Clay Clark and James. James doesn't have a last name, but we don't care. Uh, we're glad to have him. So, uh, Clay, I, I, we've got a few more minutes here. I want to throw it to you. Let's get some knowledge. Some uh, Give us some words. What do you have to say? Yeah, well, let's just, I want everyone to look this up real quick. Okay, so last week, Georgia Tech, James, they announced that graphene can now be used to produce semiconductors. Did you catch that, James? I saw it. What does that mean? Okay, now semiconductors are the basis for modern electronics. So you have a computer, you have a, a car, you have an electric razor. These electronics are all produced using semiconductors, okay? They, they conduct the flow they, they, of electricity. All right. So that's what that is. And so meanwhile, China and Russia just announced that they are now able to use quantum computing to communicate. Whoa. And what is the basis of all quantum technology? It is graphene. Graphene is the core component of quantum computing. And what do you think's in the shots, James? Oh, it's got to be graphene. Interesting. So you've all know a Harari who says that the ultimate goal of the Great Reset is to put surveillance under the skin. And a lot of people have thought, there's no way. I would never do that. But I am going to take a shot so I can go on a cruise. Yeah. Uh, listen to this, folks. This is not me talking. This is Yuval Nefarious. Uh, praise to Satan. Yuval, no hurrah. Here we go. And, you know, once you can connect directly brains and computers, you can, I mean, the idea that your entire body must be in the same place at the same time. I mean, my hands must be connected to my body in order to function. This is true of organic hands. It's not true of bionic hands. I can sit here and do this talk show and wash dishes at home at the same time because my brain can be connected to my bionic hands anywhere. A good two-way communication system, direct communication system between brains and computers, this is kind of a, the, the watershed moment. I mean, once you have a good two-way, nobody has any idea what happens after that. If you have um, uh, a good two-way communication system directly between brains and computers, it also means you can connect several brains together to create an inter-brain net with a because it's, it's the, same, the same system, the same communication system. And nobody has any idea what this means for things like identity. Who am I when I can access directly the brain of another person. Okay, so if Yuval Noah Harari, who's the top advisor for the World Economic Forum, says that the main goal of COVID is to put surveillance under the skin and to connect everyone's brains together like you would for a, a network or the same. And graphene now has the, graphene is the basis for quantum technology. And graphene is now in the shots. And the name of the new central bank digital currency technology is called quant.network. That's the website that explains how it works, quant.network. And the name of the technology developed by MIT is called the quantum dot that stores your medical and financial records under your skin. 
and it was funded by Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates. So if you can go to Google <laughs> and type in MIT, Jeff, you can go to Google right now, type in Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Gates, MIT. You'll see that MIT created the, the, the CBDC technology and MIT created the quantum dot. And quantum technology, the basis of it is graphene. And China and Russia can now communicate via quantum technology. And the graphene is now in the shots. What does that mean, James? To me, it sounds like w- this is irregular and unconventional warfare at its finest. Every single citizen in our country is under attack from the deep state and all these nefarious actors. You're a conspiracy nut. Okay, back to you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not not necessarily a conspiracy theory, is it? And and I've started saying it's a conspiracy reality because it Mm -hmm. seems like every conspiracy theory that we have uh, turns into be truth. We just saw Fauci just this week. He testified that the masks had no science. Well, we were saying that three or four years ago when we were being shut down and censored on social media. People lost their accounts over saying things just like that. And it seems like every conspiracy theory, almost all of them, they end up becoming conspiracy reality. And is this another one of those things that is going to become a conspiracy reality? Yeah, I mean, I'm just telling you, folks, uh, if you're out there today and you don't believe in the Bible, I'd highly recommend you look up MIT CBDCs, look up the MIT quantum dot. These are actual words to look up, MIT quantum dot in the search engine, MIT CBDCs. Look it up, folks. This is technology that stores your medical and financial records under your skin, which makes it impossible for you to buy or sell without that technology going under your skin. And I would just tell you, this will make a believer out of you, and I encourage you to choose Jesus. It's Team Satan versus Team Jesus, and my thesis is you need to to choose Team Jesus. Learn more about the Reawakened Tour, again, folks, at timetofreeamerica.com. And this is not a promotion. This is not a shameless promotional plug, but it is shameless, and it is a promotional plug. If you bring your bowling (laughs) shoes to the Reawakened Tour, if you wear them, you get to come backstage and meet the speakers. I mean, this is the final one. It's the Mega Bowl. You wear your bowling. James, you wear your bowling shoes. What happens? You're going to get to go backstage, meet Cash Patel, Come on. Trump, Laura Trump, General Flynn, Bro. and I will walk you back there myself. It's going to be so sick. You might want to quarantine yourself, social social distance yourself, wear a mask on yourself. It might not work, but you're, you, you, it's going to be so sick. You're going to have to call. I don't know. You're going to have to call the NIH and go, I am sick. I got a new virus, and the only cure is meeting Cash Patel. And as we wrap up here, I'm, I'm going to go to you, Clay, and, and ask you if you have anything you want to promote. Uh, do you have anything coming up? No. That was, no, that was a joke. Just really, no, just the Reawaken uh, tour coming up. In give Detroit. us, give us those dates. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to promote it. I don't want to talk about it. June 7th and 8th, uh, the Reawaken America tour. We don't want to talk about that, but it's coming up in Detroit. And we're not here to promote the Reawaken America tour. We're not going to. Some people suggested we should hop on a show like yours and talk about the Reawaken America tour and how it's going to be the final event. It's going to be a life changing event. Cash Patel, General Flynn, Eric Trump, Roseanne, Jim Brewer, they're all going to be there. But we are not going to do that. So tell us, tell us how to get tickets for that. Where do we go? Hypothetically, if I were to tell somebody like you and your audience how to get a ticket, you would. I would tell them to go to time2freeamerica.com and request a ticket, time2freeamerica.com. But James, I wouldn't do that. Right? Right. Except for right now. (laughs) Time2freeamerica.com. It's going to be great. I hope both of you guys had a good Christmas and a happy new year. Clay, always thank you for coming on. James, great to meet you. Thanks for being here. Thank you, sir. Thanks a lot. So this story has been on my mind a little bit lately, and it's being reported on it. And unfortunately, this is one of those stories to me that is important. And should be out there. But unfortunately, in social media, this is the type of thing that if you put together a thread or a long tweet or post on X, that it's mainly ignored. 
because it's not a picture of someone flipping off Joe Biden because those are the ones that get all the likes and the retweets and all of that. When something like this is important, it maybe takes a little bit more of your mind to understand it all. So uh, let's let's try to unwrap this. First of all, uh, it came out in Newsweek one day after Christmas on December 26th that the CIA is now blocking release of COVID information. There is a lawsuit. The Heritage Foundation has now filed a lawsuit against the CIA for blocking this Freedom of Information Act. And the information that they're trying to find out is the origins of COVID. There are some really interesting things that have been reported on in the New York Post, and this goes back uh, to September, and it goes back further than that, really. But in September, the New York Post really started picking up this story, and it may be way under your radar. You may not be paying attention to this, and this is why I wanted to provide this information for you, because it is important, and uh, we need to keep an eye on it, because I think the fact that it is now getting to Newsweek is what's the most important thing of it. I mean, the New York Post is disregarded as right-wing and conservative, so not, the masses are not seeing the New York Post, and they're discrediting it. When it pops up in Newsweek all of a sudden, now people are starting to see it. And so what are they seeing? Of course, they frame the Heritage Foundation as conservative, but they have filed this lawsuit against the CIA detailing that the agency failed to produce documents that were requested through a Freedom of Information Act. And that was done earlier this year. Quote, in this action under the Freedom of Information Act to compel production of CIA records relating to allegations that members of the CIA's COVID discovery team, a group of employees tasked with analyzing the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic, received monetary incentives to change their position on the origins of the virus. Now, there was testimony. I watch a lot of hearings. I do shows on that on America Out Loud Talk Radio. And uh, there was a hearing way back in the spring when they were discussing the COVID origins. And Jim Jordan had two men testifying. And two of the these men, one of them, again, was from the mainstream media. He was the editor of Health and Science for the New York Times. They uh, told Jim Jordan... Uh, about the letter that had been changed in a 48-hour period, and then there was about $9 million that showed up in these people's accounts for their research. Dr. Reptil, you were you're, uh, you you ran the CDC, and you were on the Coronavirus Task Force. Is that right? Correct. That was formed on January 29th, 2020. Is that right? Correct. Two days later, Dr. Fauci gets an email from Dr. Anderson which says what? Virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory. Is that accurate? That's my understanding. Next day, I know. Did he share that email with you, by the way, Dr. Redfield? No. As a member of the task force, as a head of CDC, did he share that email with you? No. Okay. Next day, February 1st, Dr. Gary sends Dr. Fauci another email. That email says, I don't know how this happens in nature, but it would be easy to do in a lab. Did he share that email with you, Dr. Redfield? You didn't see either one of those emails, even though you're head of CDC, even though you're on the coronavirus task force that had been formed just two days, three days earlier. No. Three days later, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, who told us it came from a lab and emails to Dr. Fauci that Dr. Fauci wouldn't let Dr. Redfield see, three days later, they changed their position 180 degrees. The question is why? 
Why would they change their position, Dr. Wade, or Mr. Wade? Well, this question does lie at the heart of the um, issue. Uh, what is pertinent, it seems to me, is there's, there's no new scientific evidence that we can see that came uh, available between these dates, uh, Jan 31st and Feb 4. Right, there's no new... I think you're... Go ahead. So, you have to ask if there were other... Uh, other kinds of influence uh, available. <clears throat> now, it is true that, that <clears throat> Dr. Fauci and Dr. Farry in London were very powerful research officials, and between them they controlled... I read, I read your testimony, I saw okay. that. Yeah. So, Why don't uh, you cut to the chase and tell them what you really think was the reason? <laughs> I don't know what, what the reason was. I, I know what it was. I, go well, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you say it, because I read your testimony. I think you, you said it in your testimony, too. Maybe you were lucky <clears> to say it here, but go ahead. Well, if you're looking at the timeline on um, May 21st, um, just uh, a few weeks after the Nature, Medi uh, the, the Nature Medicine article had come out, uh, two of the signatories of the original email to uh, Dr. Fauci, that, that's Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, were awarded a $9 million grant for the... So there's 9 million reasons to change their mind. I knew you'd get to it. I read that last night. And if you remember back at the beginning of the COVID... COVID there was two schools of thought. There was the Wuhan bat soup, it was natural, or it was man-made. Well, it quickly went to bat soup. You weren't allowed to say it was man-made. And if you said it was man-made, you were being censored, you were being banned off of X or Twitter at the time, and social media completely suppressed it. We know from the Twitter files that the government was working with uh, Google, they were working with uh, Yahoo!, they worked with Facebook, all of those social media to completely hide this story. Well, the star story now, as you are hearing, is starting to come out. It's in Newsweek now, so that's good information. So what do we know? What do we know? Um, we know that Anthony Fauci went to the CIA in a secret meeting in Langley, Virginia, and he did that in 2020, and he did that to get their people to go along with the story that this was a natural disease. So what would be his motivation? You know, I can see it a couple of different ways. It would be uh, very simple to see that he had invested millions of dollars to create what became COVID, and he was trying to cover his tracks for the things that he did. That makes sense to me. There are simply two schools of thought and I don't think we actually know the truth. I think we can speculate and we can have our beliefs on what things are. But I think they're still trying to find this out. And that work is still being done in these hearings. Um, I'm going to post up uh, a couple of things from the hearings. Brad Winstrup of Ohio, uh, some quotes of his. You'll see that right now on the screen as I'm talking. So the other thing is it's a man-made virus. And there was a hearing in April, I believe, where there was Dr. Robert Redfield. Remember him? In COVID, there were three doctors. There was Dr. Burks, the scarf lady that could only wear a scarf. And then there was, uh, of course, Fauci. And we all know Fauci. But then there was Dr. Robert Redfield, who was the head of the CDC. The head of that uh, three-person monster was Mike Pence. Well, Robert Redfield kind of got pushed off to the side, but he testified in a hearing back in April about three things that happened in that lab, that Wuhan lab, in September of 2019. And this is what he said. 
That I will say, if you go back and look, it's declassified now, and I'm sure you all have your classified briefings, but the declassified information now, in September of 2019, three things happened in that lab. One is they deleted the sequences. It was highly irregular. So researchers don't usually like to do that. Second thing they did was they changed the command and control of the lab from the civilian control to the military control. Highly unusual, and I've been involved in dual-use labs when I was in the military. And the third thing they did, which I think is really telling, is they let a contract to redo the ventilation system in that laboratory. So I think clearly there was strong evidence that there was a significant event that happened in that laboratory in September. It's now been declassified. You can read it. So some really interesting information there in that testimony under oath, Dr. Robert Redfield there. So now we see this information is coming out to Newsweek, which is good news. But the question is, what in the world was Anthony Fauci doing at the CIA in a closed meeting, a secret meeting? And then what was the CIA doing to cover up the origins of COVID? This story is eventually going to make its way out. And when it does, hopefully a lot of people will start seeing the light about what our government has done. You guys know it. I know that. And, and we do know that our government has tried to suppress the truth. They have censored Americans. Why is that? We talked a little bit about it with Clay Clark in this hour. And I really appreciate you again for finding us on a podcast or here at America Out Loud Talk Radio. This hour is brought to you by Gold Co. Protect your future. Go to BookerLikesGold.com. We'll do it again next week at the same time. Until then, remember, you were told 2,000 years ago that you are the salt of the earth. And salt without flavor is just thrown on the ground to be stepped on because it has no value. So keep being salty. I'm Booker Scott. Have a great week. You've been listening to Our Lives in Politics on America Out Loud Talk Radio.